Thank you for joining us for the Joy Valley Podcast. My name is Nathan Sack, and joining us today is Steve Bartlett of Kansas City Healing Community and the recent author of God Encounter Series. Welcome, Steve. It's good to be with you, Nathan, today. Today's topics we're going to be talking about are Steve, Inner Healing, Starting Kansas City Healing Community, God Encounters, and what God Encounters is and what its fruit has been. So I've known Steve for about four years now. When, when Steve and I first met, I received a lot of help from the fellowship with Kansas City Healing Community and also going through the God Encounters process. So Steve, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself, the inner healing need in the body of Christ as you see it, and how did you get started ministering to this need? Well, uh, concerning myself, my history is I was... Uh... Born again in the uh, Jesus People Movement in 1970. And from there, I saw a a lot of people getting saved, many uh, going on, but many falling aside. And my concern were those that were falling away. I was seeing like two different groups that I was observing. There were those that had been uh, born again, that seemed to have character uh, that was strong, and they would move forward as they uh, studied the Word, believed the Word, and practiced the Word. But then there was another group that seemed like there was, uh, like people were kind of almost like in emotional wheelchairs. They had major issues that they couldn't seem to get over, uh, even by uh, practicing uh their lifestyle in Christianity. And so my concern was that because it seemed like many of them after a while would fall away out of frustration or out of condemnation. So as I watched that after many years, probably after about 35 years, uh, along with my own need for emotional healing, I pursued that in a local ministry here in Kansas City. From that point, I received uh, personal healing, and it so surprised me the difference and the health it brought into my life emotionally that I started pursuing it by, I believe, the direction of the Holy Spirit to help others to receive healing. That's how I got started in the inner healing ministry. Thank you so much. So as you said that you were able to see that there was two different groups in the body of Christ that you were witnessing. And you said you started in the the Jesus movement. Was that in 1960? Is that right? That was in 1970 in California. And then, um, you know, through that, you're able to see that some of these people were able to thrive and go on with their life. And then the others of them, though, it seemed like there was at least some handicapped, um, something holding them back. Correct. Handicap is a good way uh, to explain it. Emotionally handicapped. Can you please take a few minutes to share about the Kansas City Healing Community and why community matters? As I was pursuing inner healing, Nathan... The Lord spoke to me one day and said, I want you to build an inner healing community. 
I'd never heard of that, anything even close to that. I was just used to going to church and sharing the Lord with those that were around me, being involved with church, but never actually uh, pursuing inner healing and let alone a community. So as I sought the Lord for that, he showed me he wanted to put together a community that releases inner healing, that trains people in inner healing, that raises up people that, to know how to release inner healing, and to equip mothers and fathers, spiritual mothers and fathers for the body of Christ to release healing to the wounded. So as you said, the Lord was speaking to you about starting a community, and you had never had, had never heard of a healing community before that. And you and I have spoke together, and that was one of the things that I, that I distinctly remember about what you were talking was that that community matters, and it matters to God. And I know that there's been another, a few other ministers in the body of Christ that said that you know you've been able to do community well or it was something that was actually sticking with this group that was unusual in other groups. Is there anything you'd like to say about that? So we saw that part of the process of inner healing was to be a part of a community where you could uh, feel safe, where you felt like you belonged, where it seems like that you were celebrated as an individual. And in that atmosphere of the community, You'd also give what God had given you and your gifts and whatever else that he had given you to participate in that community. So it was a give and take, a healthy give and take situation, if you will, that helped you to walk out your healing into a health. And as I pointed out earlier, uh, Mothers and fathers in that community were very important, plus healthy or other brothers and sisters that were willing to walk with you in your weakness uh, into the place of your destiny that uh, God had for you. So we didn't know how to build that, and we let the Lord put that together one step at a time in the sense of uh, home groups finally coming together before it was just... uh, Teachings. At one point, we had uh, eight different teachings going on a week on inner healing. So it was very much a learning accent to it for a few years. And then later on, the Lord started bringing in the home groups. But for the whole thing to form, it's been taking 15 years now. That's so true of, you know, the things of God. Oftentimes, God will lead us. I know I've experienced this in my personal walk with the Lord. God will lead us to start something. And so we'll start it and we think that things are going to happen tomorrow. But it, it's often the case that we're we're laying a foundation or we're laying the groundwork for what God's going to do in the future, 15 or 20 years ahead of us, that we might, that we obviously are laying the foundation for it and we get to take part in. How long after starting Kansas City Healing Community did you begin working with the God Encounters process, and how did that come about? Well, even uh, in the beginning, we didn't call it God Encounter process. We called it a holy fascination. But that started after we were training people in inner healing for about two years, more than two years. 
And then at one point, the Lord, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, just started showing me a different way to approach it by just simply asking, Holy Spirit, where do you want to take the individual today that we're facilitating? And we uh, learn to follow the Holy Spirit and help the person to go where the Lord wanted to take them. And we found out that that could be uh, uh, various places. And so we would just simply follow as facilitators. But invariably at the end, whatever it was that God did or whatever kind of healing he did, it did bring forth healing. And in many cases, many cases, breakthrough. So you started working with God Encounters about 13 years ago. So what has been the process that has worked so well? How does Holy Fascination work? So basically, the Lord is addressing needs in an individual's life. Most of the time, lies that are in the subconscious that are affecting the way the person looks at life, affects how they make their decisions and what decisions they make, how they react or respond to life in a negative way. And so holy fascination simply goes into the presence of the Lord where you are uh, sensing God's presence in a wonderful way and takes a person often down to uh, a memory which is in your imagination. You don't Im- imagine that, that memory. It's a real thing that happened in your life. You go back to that as the Holy Spirit leads you, and he uh, reminds you of a situation that traumatized uh, the individual, that caused them uh, to think in an untruthful way about themselves or about others or about life. That, tr- that lie oftentimes is uh, surrounded by demonic, it's surrounded by vows, it's surrounded by sin that's uh, released because of that lie, or maybe in that situation sin was involved in the, in, in the first place. And so a lot of things are taken care of in that, in that memory, if you will, so that the person can be healed, can be delivered, if you will, can be freed, and can start walking in the truth in that area rather than in the lie. That's one of the things that Holy Fascination does. It's kind of like a 101, if you will, a beginner's in inner healing, dealing with the basic lies in a person's life. Then at the other Extreme, the Lord would take a person simply into an encounter with him, maybe just being at a uh, in their imagination, sitting on a park bench and just being with them. And uh, it's a very real experience and where they, they experience the Lord just delighting in being with them and enjoying them. That heals a certain area in their heart where they might have an orphan spirit or where they do not feel acceptable or accepted by others that are around them. When they start seeing that the Lord just loves them and delights in them and enjoys them and values them, it releases healing in their soul. So that's another kind. And so whatever Holy Spirit wants to do, we as the facilitators are helping the person just simply follow where Holy Spirit's taking them. 
and help them maybe with some strategic questions to help them to uh, complete the process. Written that down in three books, a little trilogy, if you will, of holy fascination. And a second book is called Deep Healing. What do you do when you go into deep healing? And the third book is called Holy Imagination, which basically just sets the scriptural reference to what we're doing, that it is of God. It's not new age. It's the Holy Spirit that is releasing healing into these people's lives. So a person can feel comfortable with it, that they're not doing something that's unclean spiritually. Nathan, we have three books that back this up, and that's basically the system that we use. We call it holy fascination, or the whole process altogether many call encountering God. Wow, Steve, really gave a great overview of the the holy fascination process, talking about identifying lies, dealing with those lies, and then how the God encounters or the holy fascination process is working here, where the Lord leads them by their imagination and helps them identify those things that were where they were stuck. As you've said, you've written three books, Holy Fascination, Deep Healing, and Holy Imagination. You were able to go briefly into those. I'd like to go a little bit more in-depth on those books for our listening audience so they can get a little bit more taste on that. So can you share with us a little bit more about what Holy Fascination is and why you wrote the book? Holy Fascination basically is a method of inner healing and also a method of seeing spiritually. We see that uh, many times as people uh, practice Holy Fascination and they find inner healing, they're also practicing a seeing in the spirit which we allude back to the scripture in Habakkuk uh, 2, verse 1, where Habakkuk said, I will go to the wall and see. He's talking about the intercessor's wall. I will go to the wall of Jerusalem. I will get, get upon that, and we will see what the Lord will say unto us and write that down. Obviously, in the Old Testament, there was the, all the prophets saw. And so, this is a twofold thing. People uh, get to do, develop their intimacy with the Lord by seeing more spiritually, but also by, by entering into a process of inner healing. We call that holy fascination because you're with the Lord during that whole time. You're sensing his presence. You might even be seeing Jesus standing next to you during that whole encounter in the Holy Spirit. That's great. Um that was a really good intro to Holy Fascination. So the second book you wrote was Deep Healing. Why did you write Deep Healing? So how Deep Healing connects with Holy Fascination is it explains what you do if the Holy Spirit takes a person into a memory of the past where they have a wounding. And what do you do there? What kind of things do you look for? such as vows, such as unforgiveness, such as lies, such as demonic, such as various things there that you make sure that's cleaned up in that that situation. It helps you navigate through inner healing 
when it goes to a deep place in someone's soul. So because of those principles are so important, we put them down in the second book called Deep Healing. That's great. The third book is Holy Imagination. Can you give us a little bit of a prequel on Holy Imagination? Holy Imagination, as I shared earlier, is just simply putting down the holiness of imagination when it is of the Holy Spirit and when it's given by God. The principles that God has imagination and he gave us imagination, or else we would not be able to invent invent anything or be artistic or creative in any way. So imagination is, is not bad. Imagination is given by God. It depends upon how we use it. If we use it in the Holy Spirit, then it's absolutely wonderful. And so we give scriptural reference to um, uh, imagination used in holy ways and show you how God used his imagination, obviously, in holy ways, and how Jesus used imagination through the parables in holy ways, and how we're to use imagination in what we do in our ministries and also in inner healing. So not to be to set a foundation for the individual so that they would not be afraid of using their imagination in inner healing or in encountering God. Excellent. That that really helps explain the three books that you come out God in God Encounters. Again, those books are Holy Fascination, Deep Healing, and Holy Imagination. Well, Steve, I know that for myself, I have been able to benefit quite a bit from God Encounters process. The Lord was able to help me experience Him and and unearth some of the lies that I was believing were true. So then I I was able to, through the God Encounters experience, replace those lies with with new truths that, that then I began building a new foundation for my life on. What has been some of the fruit that you've been able to see in other people through this process? You know, it's very basic, just like what you shared, Nathan. People have lies embedded in their lives. We might even call them hang-ups. However you want to express that, problems emotionally that are in the subconscious, they might not even know that they're there. As, but as I explained earlier, they influence the way that they look at life and how they respond or slash react to life. So we've seen people be touched by the rhema truth. And what I mean by that is the logos word is the Bible. But when it's quickened by the Holy Spirit, when you're reading the logos, it releases revelation to you. And revelation releases life slash uh, healing, if that's what the need is. And so when a person has an encounter, they find freedom and healing, but then they have to walk that healing out. So we've seen many, many delivered from lies, from demonic, from just curses of these things being embedded in their lives, and them being freed of those and walking forward in a new way with a a healthy step in life as they serve the Lord and as they follow the Lord. One of the things that we want to see happen is that people from that freedom are able to complete their destiny that God has for them. 
they're able to become, if you will, mothers and fathers, spiritual mothers and fathers, to turn around and help others who've been wounded, sometimes crushed emotionally, and help them be freed and go on and complete their destinies in Christ Jesus. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart for people and for sharing with us about your recently published series, the God Encounter series. So, Steve, if somebody wanted to get a hold of the God Encounter series, how would they? How much does it cost, and how would they go about doing that? You would go to our website, KansasCityHealing.com. On there is the advertisement of the books, and at the bottom of that advertisement is a PayPal button that you just click, and that will take you into PayPal. For you to pay by PayPal, $25, that will include shipping anywhere in the United States. I would appreciate it that you would send me an email telling me that uh, you did pay by PayPal. That'll just make things a little bit uh, double-checked to make sure everything's taken care of. And in that email that you send me, if you could include your uh, mailing address, that would be appreciated. So if people were looking to get a hold of you or get a hold of the Kansas City Healing Community Center, how would they go about doing that? They would simply uh, go online to Kansas City Healing Community. If you look under counselors, there's a whole list of counselors that they can take a look at that have their pictures and their bios, and you can see which one you feel comfortable with, and their contact information is there. And if someone would want to get in touch with me personally, my email address is gopraybart at gmail.com. Excellent. And that website is www.kansascityhealing.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the Joy Valley Podcast. Steve, thanks again for being our first guest on the Joy Valley Podcast. We have been able to take a peek at what inner healing is, learn about Kansas City Healing Community, and learn about the God Encounter series. Well, it's been a privilege to share these things with you, Nathan, and with the the body of Christ. Uh, We're looking forward to serve the body in any way that we can. The Joy Valley website is just as it sounds, www.joyvalley.org. I will include this and KansasCityHealingCommunity.com and purchasing information for the God Encounter series in the show notes. Joy Valley will also be publishing a subsequent blog post for this podcast with highlights and links to the guest's website and products. Joy Valley is a platform built to increase the impact of Kansas City Inner Healing Ministries, both locally and internationally. To partner with us, you can go to our Patreon link at www.patreon.com slash joyvalley. Thank you so much for joining us.